Kurt Label, hello everybody. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back in South Africa. I got married here many, many years ago, and I'm still with the woman, so... <laughs> well, well done, South Africa. <clears throat> yeah, I'm Martin. I'm a consultant. That means I talk a lot for a lot of money for a living. Um, no, seriously, I was running a lot of radio stations, but mo mainly commercial radio stations. Them make them big and make money off that. And I work as a consultant uh, for quite a while now. Um, my field is indeed a digital transformation. Um, how can we make, how can we understand social media, digital media better and the exact gadget is that you will be using? Um, I've, I'm, I'm working a lot with radio stations, both public and commercials, and about 30% of my clients stop me right here and start arguing for the rest of the day if that is true. I'm just assuming you don't want to argue with me on that. Um, so let, let me show you something about local radio 2.0, um, which is something that a radio station in northern Germany did um, to show you how local radio can, can work as well. This is a radio station who did that, right? I'm just trying to make this play. Okay, this doesn't work. Hang on. It used to work. Can you try and... Hang on. I just want the movie to, to roll. There we go. Now, sound would be lovely. That worked earlier as well. That's not it. Wrong sound. It's not that sound. It's a nice song. It's a nice song. It's not the sound. That's the sound. Thank you very much. Now, here's what happened. Here's what happened. There's a radio station that wanted to be more local. And what they did was, can you bring down the music a little? Can you bring down the music a little? As I, I was a DJ, I hate shouting against the music. Thank you. Um, what they did was, to be local, what they did was, they put one of those on a, on a drone, had it fly around, recorded the footage, put it, put it together, edited it, put some classical music in the back and put it on Facebook got, and, and on YouTube, got hundreds of thousands of hits. In today's day and age, all you need is a smartphone and a drone to create fantastic pictures of your hometown. Now, what's the effect of this? The effect of this is everybody who lives there wants to see, is my house in the film? Okay? Everybody who's next to this is, when are we going to be on the film? Will our village be next? And everybody else is watching just because it's, it's a nice two and a half minutes to watch. Doesn't it look beautiful? Could be anywhere. Doesn't matter. It makes you feel local. My point is, this is a radio station that's going to fade out like my... Hang on, see me fading out? Um, so my point is, this is a local radio station who did that. Right? A local radio station. Not a TV station, not an online portal. It was a radio station who did that. Why did they do it? Because they understand how social media works. Social media is all about showing who I am to other people, hoping that they relate. When you look at Facebook, when you look at Twitter, why do people tweet? I'm going to get to it in a second more depth. When we're serious, mostly it's about me, me, me. Tell the world I'm fantastic, I'm great, attractive, intelligent, brilliant. 
That's, that's what it's all about. In this case, it is, where am I from? Isn't it beautiful around here? And this is something that's very close to what radio works like as well. Now, understanding social media um, means when you have, then you execute it online and, and, and mobile, which is basically the same anyway, and put it on the air then. One of my mantras is, stop thinking you're a radio station. Think that you're a human interaction media. Understand what makes people relate. Find that. You can even try it out on Facebook and put it on the air then. I'll give you an example. I used to work for a CHR station for quite a while, it's like a hot um, music station. When we did, we did a lot of talk in the morning, a lot of music all day. I'm sure you're familiar with the concept. Now, what talk do you talk about? You want to talk about things that people care about. And frankly, nobody in radio stations know what the other people care about. They only think they care about themselves, the radio station, the brand. It's all about the broadcasting. Well, guys, the days of broadcasting are over. It's all about media interaction. Just broadcasting and thinking that someone will find you fantastic. It's like the lottery, like, uh, like Brad said this morning. Chances of you winning the lottery are as large as you walking up to a complete stranger and guessing their exact phone number. If that's, what, if that's the way, if that, and that's true, mathematically I checked, it's true. The, that's not the way it works anymore. The days are over where you could have an arrogant position as a broadcaster and think because you're so fantastic and good looking and broadcasting and the people would fall on their knees and be grateful. Over. Not coming back. So sad. But, um, if you want to understand social media, the talk topics that you put on the that you put on the on the morning show the next day, you can try them out on Facebook before. Put them on Facebook the evening before the show and see are people interested in what did we have um, discussions, whatever you know. I was cheating on my. I was cheating. I was sleeping with my brother's girlfriend. Is that an issue? Yes or no? Radio makers, we think, yeah, it's a great topic. You know, young people will be engaged and there'll be lots of gossip. And, but if nobody reacts on Facebook, just let it die there. Don't pollute your, your airwaves with it. You know? One of the biggest topics that we ever had was the, one of the morning show hosts was having a baby. Well, his wife was technically, but you know what I mean. Um, and the question was, what should he be named? What should, be, what should the name of the kid be? which is so simple a question, if you had talked about it in radio terms, you wouldn't have even have thought to put that on the air. Why would you? It's a baby, for God's sake. No, on Facebook, people were going crazy. He got, I don't know, 500, 600 um, comments with suggestions, funny names, good names, bad names, stupid names, uh, things that weren't even names. And they thought, okay, that, 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 there's something there. So they used Facebook to understand that they have found a topic. And if you take that one step further, you can even get in touch with the people who have the best answers. Because you can get in touch with them through Facebook. Now, not everybody will reply. Not everybody will give you their number. But some of them will. And if you call them the next morning, because you have agreed with them to do so before, and say, hey, your comment was really great on Facebook. Can you just repeat so that our audience is, is part of it? That makes great radio. Because you know what? The best callers don't call at 7.05 when you need them. Usually. Forget that you're a radio station. Here's another example. Bear with me now. 
because this is one of those issues again. You weren't supposed to see this. Hang on. Okay. I'm going to try and trick my way out here. Okay. Do you know this song? It's my... Oops. Oh, here we go. No, it's not working. Okay, I'm tricks, tricking around here now, but... Okay, it's a stupid industrial song that was a hit about four and five years ago. It was one of those industrial songs that people who were making ringtones were making. It was published in seven or eight European languages. It's a very stupid, squeaky voice. Um, it's about a little chicken that finds friends and at the end gets run over by a tractor. It's completely stupid. My son is seven, he thinks it's stupid. Um, but it was a great hit. Now, here's the problem. The problem is, as energy, as you're the cool, hip radio station that plays the hits first and that rings Rihanna whenever we feel like it, um, you can't play that sort of crap. You can't. But on the other hand, everybody's listening to it, so what do you do? The thing they came up with was, we're going to make a video that's just as stupid as the song, put it on Facebook, and talk about it on the air. We will never ever play the actual song. We'll probably play 10 seconds to remind people which song we're talking about. But then we would only drive people to Facebook and YouTube and say, this is the stupid video that made for the even more stupid song. Now, I won't bother you with the full song and the full video, but just so you get an idea, this guy is one of the morning show hosts and he's doing the dance that goes with the song. And the other guy that comes in is the other morning show host who will, well, you'll see, throw stuff in. point is, forget that you're a radio station. Understand that stupid wins under certain circumstances and then be stupid. But don't be it on your radio station. Be it somewhere else. That's my point. And it's probably a bit of a drastic example, but don't we all learn from drastic examples the most? Now, let's go back to fun mode. Hang on. Yes, great. Okay, we had him. Now, we go on on that more abstract level. In marketing, you want to know who you need to reach, right? First thing is, do I want everybody? No, I only want females, for example. Or I only want the youth. Or I only want uh, the people who are into power tools or whatever. Know how to best reach them. Um, understand, basically, um, Brad this morning called it the tribe. 
understand what's, what drives them. Then you, you don't need to get everybody. You need to get those that are interesting to you. Speak to them in a way so that they are reached. And then make sure they hear you well. I give you a, another drastic example from a completely different field that has nothing to do with radio, just to exemplify what I mean. And you can use that and put it on social media just that way. In Germany, there is a company that makes uh, chimneys, you know, fireplaces, which is a very niche market to start with because most people in Germany don't own houses, they rent. They rent apartments. Only about I think 7% of Germans live in their own house. Rest of them rent or they buy apartments or they whatever they do. Now, and most of those houses already have a chimney in it, so why would you buy another one? There's no reason. Still, this company does just that. They make chimneys. What, how do they market those chimneys? That's my point. There's only one way they market it. They do posters on the male toilets of the autobahn stops. So, you know, in Germany we have these autobahns and there, there, there are, there are, there are uh, restaurants and restrooms every, don't know, 40 Ks. And they have obviously a restaurant and a shop and, and they have toilets, restrooms. And only on the men's restroom do they have posters while when you're standing there and doing what you're doing, I don't think I have to be more precise, uh, you're watching the poster, you're welcome. Uh, you're watching the poster. My point is, this company got market leader by doing just that. Why? They knew whom to reach. They knew the people that I need to reach are the men that have the money and the age to, in this case, own a house and make a decision like that. Where do I find these men? I find these men on German autobahns because they are driving, they're commuting a lot, they have big cars, they have lots of miles to do every day, and this is where they are. Not all of them, but most of them are. How do I best reach them? Well, it's quite literally when their defense is down. Let's put it that way. Right? This is when you get them. And it's true. This is when you're standing there, this is where you have nothing to think of, and boom, there's the message. Speak to them so they are reached. This is exactly it. Wherever I go, wherever I go, this would be my communication with them. Um, I'm heard well because it's not happening on one stop, on one autobahn for once. They did that for, I think, three or five years, and now they're selling chimneys, as if, uh, sorry, fireplaces, if this, there was nothing else. If you know that on social media, you're really going one step uh, in the right direction. Why do people share stuff on social media? Why exactly? There was a study being carried out about a year ago in America, and I think it's more or less applicable to every market in the world. The main reason is they share stuff because they want to tell the world that they're great. I'm super. I share this so you actually know or are reminded that I'm fantastic. Of course, people don't think of this this way in a conscious way, but they, that's, the, that's the psychological driver behind it. When you look at my Facebook account, there's basically two things you're going to see. One is stuff about my work from A to Z that I think is interesting, which on another level men means, guys, can you see how much I know? Isn't that great? And aren't I brilliant? And the other thing is I, I share a lot of stuff that bashes Donald Trump because I think he's one of the worst things that has happened to this planet, and I stand by it. And I, and, and, and I think it is good for my brand to do so.
because the people who make decisions, well, one, first of all, it's honest. I think the guy is a jerk and a nutcase. But also, I also think I made a decision very strategically to do that. One, it does me good. It helps me feel better if I can bash out against Trump again. It's a very ego-driven um, strategy. But also, I believe that the people who are hiring me as a consultant or as a freelancer, or as a project manager, whatever they want me to hire me for, these people, classically, are more democratic, leftish democratic than Trump folks. So I play to their political emotions as well. Second reason why people share, it's to help or explain the world in a very broad sense. That doesn't mean that every tweet and every and everything that you put on Facebook actually helps and immediately explains, but it's basically that. I could also have said, make the world a little nicer, better, more fun. And the third is, it's about emotions. I could talk all day about the power of emotions in media. Personally, I believe emotions are everything. Every decision we make is based on emotions, not on facts, otherwise nobody would be smoking. Nobody would be unfaithful, or everybody would be, and it would be okay. How does that sound? Decisions, people, human beings are driven by emotions. It's actually that and language is what divides us from animals, and I'm not even too sure about the language part. But emotions are, are what, what drives us. They are much stronger than rationale. See my smoking example. I think that this is the driving force between what works on, on social media, no matter whether it's Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is. Each social medium has its, its rules, and we don't have time to go into these, um, but this is, this is, if you want, in my view, 85% of the basic architecture on how all these things work. Now, in my view, uh, social media is your brother it's, or your nephew. Uh, sometimes you like them, sometimes you hate them. Uh, it's not always nice when they come around for dinner, but it's okay. Um, I've already said this, put things on topic, uh, put topics on Facebook first, see how they do, who participates, and if it works for you, if it has the replies you want, if it has the shares you think are best, then you use them in on-air programming. They're, they're a tool, right? They're a... Yeah, they're a tool to check your audience because I think the, the hardest part about making radio the old way is that you're standing in a studio doing stuff and you have no idea whether what you're doing is making sense or not. Usually you, you, usually you get to know 50 days later when your ratings come out. Well, great. That doesn't help, does it? And research doesn't really help either, but social media does immediately. You know after an hour if you hit something or not. Um, I'm going to skip this. There's a last thing that I want to uh, emphasize. I'm not going, go, going to go into podcasting, um, which I think is a very, very different issue to making radio. <clears throat> My main argument is podcasting is a lean-forward experience. It's an active act. You decide that you actively want to listen to this. You listen from beginning over the middle to the end, usually. Uh, and you need, you need a lot of, you know, it needs a lot of intellectual focus to actually be on podcast. Radio is far more a broad mainstream or less mainstream, but 
listen on the side medium, but podcasting is a, it's a very important issue. A thing that I want to mention and bring up is what I call visual storytelling, which basically means um, that you don't need a TV crew to make television or to make video, I should rather say, anymore. This video that I showed you earlier on was filmed on an iPhone. It was filmed on an iPhone in the corner of a studio. All you needed is light. Right? And a guy who was geeky enough to know the right apps. Now, what are the right apps? And how do you do um, visual storytelling? It's very... You ha just have to get into it. You need an app that's called Filmic Pro, which is a, which is a good, good app uh, to, to record better than the original on the smartphone. And if you want to invest a lot of money... And now, Filmic Pro would set you back about 20 euro. I don't know how much that is in Rand. Um, if you want to be really professional, you buy yourself a gimbal, which is a stabilizer. And then you need programs like LumaFusion or something like that to edit. How long does it take you for you to learn that? It'll take you two days, and you'll know it. And the rest is you need to l understand how light works and how sound... Oh, you're a radio people. You already know how sound works. See how fast that goes. Now, all you need, all you need is light. That you need to understand where, how light works. And I promise you, after two days, after three days, you'll be able to make, to, make, uh, to make stuff. All you need is a mobile phone. And why is that so important? Because we live in a visual world. And in order to succeed on social media, visual images are important. Did I mention that I want you to forget that you're a radio station? Yes. Okay, forget you're a radio station. Think that you're a media, you're a brand, you're a promise to your audience. What does that do? Now, just to impress you a little, here's, bear with me now, it's the next one. One more, one more film. Yes, I got it, thank you. One more film, and then I'll be done. Uh, this film has been entirely shot and edited on a mobile phone. I'd love to be in a Coca-Cola with Bruce Springsteen. Hobby or obsession? I love the colour red. $600 in the collection. Is there like an addiction in a way? I love meeting many My me's, point is, if you will. This is a, a feature on people who collected quirky stuff. Dolls, cars. It's not important. What's important is the whole thing has been shot on an iPhone. It's been edited on an iPhone. It's been... Uh, recorded on an iPhone, even the sound. And it's being aired not somewhere in some strange student station in the middle of Eastern Europe. It's been aired on prime time on Irish public television. My point is, uh, visual storytelling is one of the keys to getting into um, social media. The other one is, of course, Come on, my final gag. Yes. The, the other one is, of course, cats. Thank you very much. You need cats. So I think we have a few seconds for questions, if you like. Thank you so much for your attention thus far. Thank you. Um, I have an interesting question. I, I don't know if this might not fit in here, but one of the things that really struck me with regards to that R.A. Um, especially when it comes to the of 
Yes. Uh, of course, yes. Okay. Copyright, yes. Yes, people, okay. Yes. No. <laughs> um, of course, when you're a radio station, at the end of the day, you're measured by revenue, i.e. listeners, i.e. commercials, if you're a commercial station, or by relevance, i.e. listeners, if you're a public station. So, of course... And at some point, this all is hopefully helpful for your ratings. Now, I think loading your brand with stuff like this makes you better in ratings. And I'm taking a very rough short, uh, hard, um, shortcut why I think that. Your ratings, like the ratings in most parts of the world, are being made through recollection. People have to remember you. They remember you better if they see you on different outlets. That's my very, very hard uh, argument. But um, there's far more to it than that. But in general, I would say, if you are being remembered for being on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on the radio, that is better than if you're only on the radio because it helps remembering. There's a whole lot of other issues uh, that come with it, of course, as well, but we don't have time to go into it. People. It's everything is about people. I'm a very strong advocate of saying, at the end of the day, at the end of a very long, complex process, you need your people more than your people need you. Which means, I mean, I worked for a company called Energy, and I don't know if you know Energy, but in, in Europe, at that point, everybody's like, because they're known to be very, very, very tough on budget. To hire a new intern is a problem, an issue. So I know what it's like to, 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 to not be free on your, on your personnel budget, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to finding people who are willing to do this. I, today, in this day and age, I would not hire one journalist, one moderator, announcer, reporter, whatever you call them, I would not hire one who has never had who has never filmed with his iPhone, or who doesn't have a Facebook account, or who doesn't know how Twitter works. I simply wouldn't hire them. It's a very rough statement, I, I, I agree, but um, people have to understand that we live in a, in a world where broadcasting alone doesn't do it anymore, unfortunately. Does that answer your question, Ish? Copyright infringement? Welcome to the club. It's the way it is. With this stupid it thing that came from Italy. Now, I don't know about your experience with Italians, but my experience with Italians is you never get something you really need. Uh, they're, they're great. You know, it's, the talking is fantastic, and we all agree. But to get a paper signed by someone with authority in my life always was a problem. And I love Italians in Italy, don't get me wrong, particularly the food um, and the opera. But what I mean is, in this one, we told them, basically, we're going to do this, do you object, yes or no? And they never came back with no. They came back with lots of things, but never with no. So we just did it. Which is a very un-German way to go about, I'm aware, but 
Yeah. Most of the time, most of the time, and not with this, we're struggling with exactly the same problem. And the best answer I had was, because the, 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 the relationship between the radio station and the music industry is a very, it's a very difficult one. It's a bit like an on-off love relationship, isn't it? We need them, they need us. We hate them, they hate us. They don't say it, but come on. Um, so you need them in a way, and you don't, and you don't want to need them, but you have to. And it's, it's a dealing thing, you know, give and take. It's the best answer I can come up with. And at the end of the day, what they hate is when you do, okay, when you say, okay, I won't do it then. I'm not promoting you then. Fair enough. They don't like that at all. They want to they wanna be liked by you as well. But I, I don't have a simple solution for you, unfortunately. It's the same issue in any, in any world that is legally organized, let's say, where there's not Wild West where everybody does what everybody wants to do. You run into these issues. And if you think of it, rightfully so, because at the end of the day, it's about artists getting paid. And yeah, you have to respect that as well. Come see my show tomorrow about the digital toolkit at 9 o'clock or so. It's at 9.45, I think. I will be around for drinks, all right. Thank you very much.